This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, February 11th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Proposed insurance cuts called inexplicable. Budget boosts sustainable ag research and UK wants ag in U.S. trade deal. Trump reprises hits on crop insurance and farm programs. They're not giving up. White House budget cutters are doubling down on proposals to slash farm programs and crop insurance, even as President Donald Trump proposes a $1 trillion election year infrastructure program. The proposed cuts include reducing premium subsidies for crop insurance and cutting insurance company underwriting gains haven't gone anywhere in Congress thus far under Trump, and they won't likely this year either. Still, by keeping these proposals alive year after year, the White House only increases the chances they could find their way into legislative plans down the road to cut the deficit. Now, take note, Trump's fiscal 2021 budget also proposes to eliminate the Conservation Stewardship Program, which plays a feature role in plans by the Democratic presidential candidates to pay farmers to help reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Keep in mind, Cuts like these allowed the White House to include the $1 trillion infrastructure plan in the FY21 budget without having to propose tax increases to pay for it. Trade groups representing the crop insurance industry put out a joint statement saying it's inexplicable that the budget would target such a critical risk management tool. Budget boosts sustainable ag and AI research. It's popular to say White House budgets are dead on arrival in Congress. And it's true that big cuts require changes in the law are going nowhere on Capitol Hill. The numbers often matter because they set the administration's spending priorities in hundreds of areas, large and small. The USDA budget, for example, includes notable proposals to increase research funding for sustainable agriculture, including practices to address climate change and for artificial intelligence. The budget proposes a $175 million increase for USDA's Agriculture and Food Research Initiative to $600 million. Sustainable ag research would be increased from $99 million this year to $140 million in 2021. Some $100 million is earmarked in the AFRI budget for work on artificial intelligence. You can read more on our coverage of the FY21 budget at agripulse.com. House clears bill to boost port and airport inspections. A bill headed to President Trump's desk would authorize Customs and Border Protection to hire 240 new agriculture specialties and to train 20 new inspection dog teams at ports of entry. The measure, which the House cleared by voice vote yesterday, is intended to protect U.S. agriculture from plant and animal diseases, including the African swine fever virus that has devastated pork production in China. Now keep in mind, Congress will have to appropriate new funding to pay for the additional inspectors and dogs. For fiscal 2020, lawmakers provided $19.6 million to CBP to hire about 150 more agriculture inspectors. House Agriculture Chairman Colin Peterson of Minnesota said, Rural America can't afford another disaster, and we need to do everything we can to prevent these pests and diseases from impacting our farm and rural economies. 
UK aims to keep ag in U.S. trade deal. Agriculture tariffs and non-tariff trade barriers will be on the table when British and U.S. negotiators begin talks on free trade agreement. That according to U.K. government officials who asked not to be named because the negotiations have yet to begin. Everything from the way new genetically modified plant traits are treated to tariffs on U.S. grains will be up for negotiation over the next year as the U.K. extricates itself from the European Union. The U.K. officially separated from the EU on January 31st, but Britain is still technically in the European Customs Union until December 31st. During that time, the British plan to negotiate trade agreements with the U.S. and EU simultaneously. The U.K. knows the outsized importance of the agriculture lobby in Washington and the unlikelihood of getting Congress to approve any FTA that does not include agriculture, the British officials told a gathering of reporters yesterday. The U.S. is in separate talks with the EU, which has insisted for more than a year that agriculture not be included in the negotiations. Bayer appeals while talks continue. Bayer is continuing with appeals of lower court verdicts that linked Roundup exposure to cancer, even as the company tries to finalize a wide-ranging settlement with attorneys representing thousands of plaintiffs. The German chemical giant, which bought Monsanto in 2018, has filed its initial brief in a case that resulted in a $2 billion-plus verdict for Alva and Alberta Pilloid, which was reduced to $87 million because of caps on punitive damage awards. At its filing in the California Court of Appeals, Bayer argued that federal pesticide law preempts the plaintiff's claim that Monsanto failed to warn them adequately of the dangers of exposure. For many decades, regulators in the U.S. and across the globe continue to conclude that glyphosate is not carcinogenic, the company said. Lawmakers to EPA hold off on biostimulant decision. Maine Democrat Shelley Pingree and four of her colleagues are urging EPA to delay issuing final guidance on biostimulants in order for Congress to review a USDA report. Biostimulants are natural fertilizer additives that promote plant growth and boost plant yield. Pingree and her fellow Democrats said their understanding was that USDA consulted with EPA and other interested parties in preparing the report, which outlines options for how to address the appropriate review, approval, availability, and uniform labeling of plant biostimulant products to agriculture producers. While we appreciate EPA's effort to provide regulatory clarity to the plant biostimulant industry, we are concerned that moving forward with a draft guidance will disrupt both Congress and USDA's efforts, the letter to the EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler read. Senate Reconsidering Interior Nominee The Senate Energy and Natural Resources Committee will reconsider the nomination of Catherine McGregor to be Deputy Secretary of the Department of the Interior at a hearing today. The ENR committee favorably reported McGregor's nomination in November, but she never got a full Senate vote. She was renominated in January. McGregor is currently serving as Deputy Chief of Staff to Interior Secretary David Bernhardt. Also on tap today, the House Ag Appropriations Subcommittee kicking off its FY21 hearings with USDA's Inspector General. Here's today's He Said It. 
while it is discouraging to hear that the administration is proposing to balance the budget on the backs of American farmers and those in need, we know that this budget will not be well received by Congress and is essentially dead on arrival. That Ben Mosley, USA Rights Vice President of Government Affairs. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, February 11th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nally.